War Eagle, this is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 167. It is Thursday night around almost 9 o'clock. Wow, Central Time. I don't know the temperature. It was cold. It was about 70 when Baby Bloggle was playing soccer a little while ago. He scored three goals tonight. Uh, but anyway, it's bye week. Uh, this is only the second Bloggle Spot I've done this week because there's just not a ton to talk about. Um, real quick. LSU and, real quick, before I get into what we're actually going to do, LSU and Florida have finally decided they're going to play on November 19th, get rid of the cupcake games and play each other in Baton Rouge, which is a uh, an advantage for LSU, obviously, but it means they have to play this game in Gainesville for the next two years. Uh, the SEC basically said, neither one of you are playing in the SEC championship game if you don't figure this out. Um, so that's how they figured it out. Now, Florida's probably the only one that's got a shot in that. LSU's going to lose to Alabama, probably Texas A&M. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and they've already lost Auburn. Um, so that's big news. Sounds like LSU didn't want to give in, but it seems like Florida, yes, I know it was a hurricane and it was serious, but it seems like they could have handled it better on their end first. Whatever. So, since there's not a ton to talk about, um, I figured I'd do a bloggle spot Q&A, which I've only done a few times before, um, and judging by the, your responses, you're kind of taking this week off too, but we've got a few that should fill the time. So, let me jump over to the Twitter machine and pull up your questions. Um, so, yeah, so... Basically, anybody who used the hashtag BloggleQA, I'm going to go through those and uh, answer some questions. And they're about anything. Some of them are all football. Some of them are not at all. So we'll do this again. Here we go. So Jordan Dowdy of heartofauburn.com asks, does Auburn social media celebrate Josh Donaldson enough? I don't think they do. And I don't think that's really just a Josh Donaldson thing. I think that's a baseball thing, a major league baseball thing. Uh, one negative he has for him is that he plays for the Blue Jays. And I'm a huge baseball fan. That's the number one sport I played growing up. I still play old man softball and all that. Um, so I enjoy baseball regardless. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't like the Blue Jays because they're Canadian. And it's not really a team down here, especially for the Auburn fans, that we have any connection to. I grew up not liking them because they beat the Braves in the World Series. Um, so, I don't know. I just I think that he's got that going against him. On top of that, um, baseball's just not very popular, especially with the crowd that uses social media, I think. I mean, there's writers and all that that like them, but in terms of the people who use Twitter, I mean, if it's not basketball, drama, um, music, stuff like that, it's really not talked about. Baseball is a slow game, um, and today's culture just doesn't love that because they want it quick and now and fast, like basketball kind of is. Uh, and football's never, never going to be – football's always going to be number one. But, yes, I think Josh Donaldson is not is underappreciated as an Auburn person. He wasn't a, a huge name at Auburn, so I think that has something to do with it as well. People don't remember him that much. I mean, I do, but he wasn't like Cam. 
Now he has become he was the MVP last year of the American League. That's huge. The best player in the entire American League. That's what like Cam, the NFL MVP, pretty much. Um, so that's a huge thing too. A lot of people don't bring up. We had two MVPs in sports last year in pro sports, Cam and Josh Donaldson. But yeah, I think it's just baseball in general that people don't really get excited about. And he he was not a humongous figure at Auburn. He's kind of turned it on since going pro. Uh, Macy Fink, uh, Professor Macy Fink, I should, guess we should say, he asked, in Toy Story, Woody screams when Sid burns his forehead, yet Buzz, also Woody in Toy Story 2, loses an arm without flinching. What gives? I thought about this long and hard. I think it's because toys at their their joints, their um, their body parts are removable, uh, easy. They're easily removable. GI Joe, you could turn his arm all the way around, twist it, o- twist it around, make him do splits. It doesn't hurt. But if you're burning, I guess he was made out of. Was he made out of wood? I don't know. I'm not a huge Toy Story fan. I've seen him, but I don't really like him. Burning hurts everything. So yeah, that's why it hurts. But taking an arm off, that's just part of being a little toy. Mark asks, what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Well, that's, of course, 11 meters per second. Uh, Cody Wallace asks, who do you think will historically be the most beloved Auburn player from 2013 to 2016? Uh, Well, unless somebody goes on a Heisman run this year, which uh, this is not a discredit to anybody on the team, but I don't think that's going to happen this year, uh, it's probably going to be Chris Davis because he's – Part of the biggest play in Auburn history. Um, yes, that is the biggest play in Auburn history. The kick six. Uh, so he falls into that 2013 category. I mean, Ricardo Lewis, that was huge, but Chris Davis overtook it two weeks later. And that was kind of his last thing. I mean, he was a senior. Obviously, he played in the national championship game too. But Ricardo had another year, and so people had more time to see him. And he... That wasn't like his lasting legacy was that catch. Like I said, Chris Davis did it too. Um, I think carry on, if we if we took it out two more years, carry on Johnson could be that guy. Sean White might end up being that guy. Not to get on a tangent, but Auburn's got some really awesome quarterbacks coming in the next few years. Sean White is fine. He's doing well. I mean, he's doing really good in terms of accuracy. That's just going to be an interesting quarterback battle, I think. Um. Jeremy Nyhus, Nyhus, something like that. Who is the best player on the team in your mind? Uh, I think the best player. I I don't know. I mean, I could throw this in a lot of categories. Best best athlete, I'd probably say Carl Lawson. Best player. I don't know. Carry on Johnson. He he's he's very he's definitely up there. Uh, he surprises me with his ability to run over people. Uh, he's quick. He spins. He can do a lot of stuff. He's still kind of young. I don't think we've seen everything he can do. Kyle Davis, I think, will be awesome, but we still haven't seen everything. Uh, Marlon Davidson is absolutely awesome. Uh, so I, I don't know. I'll go with Carl Lawson for right now. Uh, he's He's been hurt with injuries. Yeah, obviously hurt with injuries. Um, and kind of had a slow start, but I think these last few weeks we've seen what Carl Lawson was supposed to be and what he's going to be. I guess I'll go with Carl Lawson. Chris Witten asks, is the heat between you and drunk all be real? Drunk who? 
who who's drunk coffee? I don't never heard of him. Um, is are we talking about the real Albie and he drinks? I didn't think he could open his mouth, but no, for real, drunk Albie and I in real life we are buds. We know we, we who who each other are. Is that how you say that? Um, it's I have no problem with drunk Albie. I like I like drunk Albie. He just needs to be slapped around every once in a while. Stan McCullers, what's the biggest surprise of the season? Uh, I'm not. I I keep bringing up carry on. I I was. I'm not surprised that he's good. I thought he'd be an awesome compliment to J- Javon Robinson. I knew I had slight doubts of just him being the the number one guy because to me he doesn't look like a running back. I don't know what it is. He I mean he he looks like Darren McFadden to me, and Darren McFadden didn't look like a running back. He's tall. He's like kind of top heavy. He's got big shoulders, but the rest of him's. N- doesn't seem as big. I don't know what it is. He, I'm not saying he doesn't look big. He does look big. He just looks taller and more top heavy than normal running backs. Um, but he's good. And I'm kind of surprised he's been able to take the hits of as the number one every down guy. Now, Cameron Petway has definitely helped with that. And it's been pretty cool how he was hurt two games ago and Carrion did everything. And then Carrion got hurt this game and Cameron did everything. So it's been kind of a perfect little scenario so hopefully we can, if we can have both in there and not really just rely on one per quarter i think that'd be good so i think him being able to handle the load well i say that as he's hurt but you know mostly handle the load has been a, a somewhat of a surprise mike bjorkland that's a fun name says you want missouri out of the sec who would be a good realistic replacement for the east well if we get missouri out of the east Remember, it doesn't have to be anybody, because that's the West. I was thinking about this earlier. I was like, well, who out there could we get? But no, it needs to be somebody in the East. I think Clemson would be a good SEC team. Um, I think uh, Florida State would be a good SEC team. Obviously, that makes it harder, but does it really? Because it's not like you just get that one-time ACC game with them. You understand them. They're not going to be as good because they're not playing the SEC every week. So, I think those would be two really good teams. Maybe even Georgia Tech, just for nostalgia's sake. Um, I mean, they'd be a fine team to have in the SEC. They're definitely better than Missouri. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting rid of Vanderbilt, honestly. I don't really have any ties or care for them. Um, they're just there to help the grades, the grade scores, honestly. Who else? Um, I like West Virginia. They might be a little too north up there but they're around they're around kentucky hello west virginia uh so maybe one of those um stan again asked i thought gus should have ditched the visor in favor of the cap a year ago what say you i can't wear a visor as much as i've tried to have a visor i've got i've got a white one and a blue one like gus normally wears and i just can't do it i've i'm a big hat guy i've worn hats all my life i usually have a hat on all the time when i'm outside um so i'm a hat guy so it works fine with him. I, I I think people who can wear visors should wear visors, and he can wear a visor, but I understand why he's switching to the hat, and it's working, so keep doing it. Brad Hamilton. Brad Hamilton. Brad Hamilton. He'll get that. He asks, who's your favorite hockey team? America. America's my favorite hockey team. No, but really. I, I like... I, I'm not a huge soccer fan, but I'll pull for America like crazy when they're playing. 
Um, same with hockey. Well, I mean, I like soccer more than hockey, but um, I like the Columbus Cottonmouths. That's the only hockey team I've ever been to. No, but really, I don't know. I didn't really watch the Thrashers. I guess the Chicago Blackhawks. Maybe just because that I I know they've been good recently and I like their logo. As politically incorrect as it is, surprised they can still wear it. Um, SWS, which is some Merlin, asks, "Who would you rather pitch in Game Seven of the World Series, Henry Rowan Gardner, or Ricky Wild the Wild Thing Bond? Ricky for sure. Henry Rowan Gardner was a little wimp. Wild Ricky Wild Thing." Give him the heater. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was a little wild, obviously, from his name. But you get cut his hair in those zigzags in the back and put on his leather jacket, he was awesome. Charlie Sheen. That's just hard to believe. Uh, let's see. Steed Tumbleweed asks, The young wide, receiver, wide receivers have been pretty good, but where's Nate Craig been? Thought he was the hoss of that class. Well, see, I think Kyle Davis was the hoss of the class. I know... Nate Craig Myers got a huge deal on signing day, and that was a big deal to get him. You know, he's a freshman. I think Kyle Davis, Kyle Davis is a freshman. He's, some people take a little bit longer to develop. Uh, maybe he's just not as good as good blocking. That's a huge deal in wire, for the wide receivers in this, this offense. Cody Burns played a lot as a transition wide receiver because he could block and he took pride in that. Uh, maybe that's what is slowing Nate Craig Myers down, but let's keep, let's remember he's a freshman. It's rare that Kyle Davis, what Kyle Davis, what Kyle Davis is doing is, is rare. Um, you don't see a lot of that. So maybe Kyle Davis is stepping up and Nate Craig is where you would normally expect a freshman to be. Bryce Bronner, Bryce Bonner asks, outside of Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, who would you say Auburn's next rivals are and why? Well, that's definitely the big three. Florida obviously used to be a big one, but we never play them anymore. Same with Tennessee. Um, we have like a five or six game winning streak over Tennessee. I know we beat Florida the last time we played them in 2011 um, in that awful game. I don't know. Uh Georgia Tech obviously used to be huge, but not anymore. Clemson, kind of the same way. Uh, I don't know. I mean, those are the those are the top three. If I had to pick anybody in the rest of the world, who would it be? Uh, I'll say Clemson. I mean, it, as much as people have gotten tired of playing them, it's been a nice little rivalry, and it's like we've played them fifty something times, so. I know we don't play them for a while. Well, well, we play them next year, but then we probably won't play them for a long time after that. But I guess I'll say that. Jonathan Briars. We're almost done here if you're getting bored. Jonathan Breyer says, Do the Vols beat Bama? And if so, how crazy do the fans in Knoxville get it since it's been a decade since a big win? I don't think they do. Um, I put in my predictions today, if you go read it, warbloggle.com. Uh, if Tennessee had lost last week, or excuse me, if Tennessee had come back and won last week, I would have been uh, pulling for Alabama more than I ever have in my life. I'm sick and tired of Tennessee, tired of people comparing them to 2013 Auburn just because they threw a Hail Mary against a bad Georgia team. Um, I have They're making a big deal about them coming back against Texas A&M. I know Texas A&M beat Auburn, but if they played right now, Auburn would beat them. Texas A&M is not that good. 
But t- Tennessee turned the ball over six times in regulation, and Texas A&M scored 28 points. And I don't think really any of them came after the turnovers. Tennessee has been extremely lucky. They play in a terrible division. They barely beat Georgia on a st- stupid Hail Mary. They were losing by 28 to Florida and came back on their second-string quarterback. I mean, it. these aren't signs of good teams. And we keep. I know it's exciting to people who don't really care or don't have a dog in the fight. And I know we should have wanted Tennessee to beat Texas A&M last week, but I didn't care. I'm just tired of hearing about them. They're playing a terrible conference, and they're still ranked in terrible division. They did not drop a spot last week after losing just because they came back on a fluke fumble at the one-yard line. That was going to put the ball, put the game away with the two touchdown lead. And so you think they're number nine in the nation. They're not. So I think Alabama's going to kill them. I really, I mean, I don't like saying that. And I'm not saying that just because I don't really like Tennessee this year. I'm just tired of it. But I do think Alabama, they're going to be that same boring, not graded offense, but somehow they still score 35 points. Rev Bloggle. Ask, would you like to see Franklin on offense some in a different position? Yes, I would. I wouldn't mind seeing him the jet sweep. Wouldn't mind seeing him as a wide receiver. Um, wouldn't mind seeing him as an actual just wildcat. Like quit. Like don't even have you know have Sean White in there as a wide receiver. Do that whole thing. Just let him run the ball because he's fast. He doesn't have. You don't even have to pretend he's a quarterback. Don't don't even do the zone read. Don't even pretend like he's going to throw it. Maybe that's a play off of the Wildcat, but let him run the ball. He is fast. Maybe he's, I don't know. I would I would just do Wildcat or Jet Sweep. I know maybe we don't want to throw him out there that much in obviously, obvious running plays because he's our second string quarterback, but he's fast. We got to do something. All right, let me check, see if there's any more. All right, looks like I got two more. Uh, Tom asked, Georgia Tech or Clemson, who's the better fit for a rival ACC matchup? Georgia Tech, honestly. We have a bigger rivalry with them, bigger history with them. Um, We've played them more than we've played almost everybody in the SEC, more than Alabama. I think the only one less than was Georgia. I think it's actually been Georgia and Georgia Tech, then Georgia Tech. So I'd have to go with Georgia Tech. And last one. (laughs) This is a good question. Like the, from Josh Talley, like myself, do you cringe every time the person counting off the fights on the locker room messes it up? One, two, one, two, three, four. Yes. When they do one, two, three, I, I think Joe Cribs did it earlier this year. I mean, I'm a drummer, so I, I get count offs and beats and all that kind of stuff. But if the song is War Eagle and you're doing four beats and you count off one, two, three, there's no tempo. But yes, the. The art of the singing the fight song in the locker room it used to be my absolute favorite thing to watch on the review because they would always start it. Phil Snow, they would do some interviews and then they would do the coaching. Oh no, they would do the coach's speech, the fight song, and it was always it always seemed like they were had just won the Super Bowl. And then they would do the interviews, which was awesome on the review. Now they do it, and then one of the coaches leads it or whoever the special guest of the day was and they just I mean yeah big games they do it but you can see half of them don't know the words I mean that needs to be some part of the indoctrination of being an Auburn football player 
go through a test, know the words, know the rhythm, and get everybody counting off on the right thing? Good question, Josh. All right. So I think, how far are we? 20 minutes. Wow, that's the longest one ever. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Well, uh, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. I'm going to be at the beach all weekend to, through Tuesday. So um, I'll try to do some bloggle spots down there. I'm, try, I'm sure I'll have some some time down there and there'll be football games going on. Alabama, Alabama uh, Tennessee, who we got? LSU, Missouri, Ole Miss, Arkansas. That'll be a good game because that's Auburn's next two next two teams but yeah i posted the predictions go to warbloggle.com i'm gonna try to do a mid-season review tomorrow we'll see depends on how the traveling to the beach goes um but yeah that was fun we'll do this again even during non-bi-week weeks because still we act like it's not it's wall-to-wall football once football season starts but on tuesday and wednesday it's really not so we'll do it again thanks everybody who's sending questions That's it. Bogglespot, number 167. Done. War Eagle.